Alright. Alright. Alright, 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 alright. Now ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot that. <laughs> you started laughing. I was gonna say the whole song, but you just uh, you distracted me. <laughs> but anyway. Hello, hi, welcome. The name of the show is Politics. Although I call it Politics. Wow. And the title of this episode is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. My name is Presh. And I'm Ty. And it happened again. Well, I, I went to the movies and uh, <laughs> I was harassed. <laughs> uh, listeners, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, listeners, I know you're thinking, all right, Presh, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Clearly, this has to be you. You yeah. know, you're the problem. You're the common denominator. You're the one probably causing the problem. Yes. And I swear to God, <laughs> this is not the case, right? So I went to, well, uh, we went to that place where we went to watch Bo Was Afraid. Okay. That nice cinema, right? Yes. And uh, I just booked a, well, I went to watch Asteroid City. Oh, okay. The new Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. So we we were thinking about covering that next week. Yes. But yes, uh this experience at the theater gave me such a bad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a bad feeling. Every time I sit down to write something about it, I just get upset. So oh. I don't want to do Asteroid City next week. Okay. We'll, you know, discuss during the week what we are going to do. But, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, do you want to know what, what happened, right? Yeah, sure. I was just sitting there watching the movie and this guy, like three or four seats to my left. Okay. Oh, Sorry. There's four seats, then his wife, then him. So it's six seats. Okay. He's he's quite far away. A reasonable amount. Yeah. He, like, gets upset. He's, like, shouted something at me. But obviously it's in the movie, so I didn't hear him. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know who this guy is talking to. So yeah. <laughs> I just ignored him. Then again, like, he leaned in and he was, like, saying something to me. And I'm like, he's like, keep quiet. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. Yeah. <laughs> then the third time, like he stands up and he comes over to me and he's like, uh, stop making a noise. Uh, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, when you put your hand inside the popcorn packet, it's what? It's, it's wrinkling the paper, which is <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, you're being ridiculous. Go sit down. <laughs> right. And he tells me, do you want to take this outside? <laughs> like, what? Bro, <laughs> you threatening me for eating popcorn, bro. Are you fucking insane? Okay, well, I didn't say this, right? Because this is the thing. My main... Uh, what's the word? My first instinct yes. is to insult him and say, get fuck, cunt, or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, I behaved. I, I was just like... Uh, go complain about me then. You know, like, I didn't swear. I didn't, yeah. like, use any offensive language. I just... You know, try to yes. keep it calm. Okay. But anyway, because that guy, it's not an empty theater, but like the next three rows in front of him were all open. You could have oh. just gone yeah. <laughs> one row forward or something, right? There were people closer to me that didn't have a problem. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I was so like upset, bro. Like I couldn't concentrate on the rest of the movie because it's yeah. like you want to beat me up for eating popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, bro. And this guy is like in his 50s. Oh. It's like... <laughs> oh, what? Yes. Didn't I tell you this? No, you did, but... Yeah. Like, what? You didn't realize you were in, in yeah. his 50s. But yeah. yeah. I'm like, bro, where's your emotional maturity? Are you an adult? <laughs> You've been sitting in cinemas for the past, like, let's say, 30 years. And 
at least before well not before at least in the past like three years or so mm. bags have been wrinkling yeah why is but, it now also, a problem i i i'm not the one who brought it. i didn't bring it from home <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> that's what the cinema gets out the popcorn in bro. <laughs> it's so deranged like i couldn't believe it that's sorry calling it deranged is a uh, you know being rude to deranged people I don't, i don't know what fucking behavior this is bro truly uh but yeah last week you know when i was complaining about you guys talking yes. i was like i said if you're doing something that's irritating someone in the theater you should stop you know yes. if they ask you to yes i meant that referring to abnormal <laughs> yeah cuz this is eating popcorn <laughs> is not abnormal behavior <laughs> yeah just a very frustrating evening and again like like with the spider man <laughs> thing i was just so upset when i went home it's like you you just ruined my fucking evening yeah but i will say ultimately in both cases it was my fault right okay i should not have gone you know like i said last week oh. I, i should not have gone in the evening yeah uh and i should not have gone on the weekend yes i went to this on a saturday night oh i was just you know rolling the dice that this is an adult movie yeah. it's very unlikely that children will be there lo and behold there was a child <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just happened to be 50 years old <laughs> but yeah anyway from bad news to even more bad news right okay so the podcast has been officially released okay and uh, yeah. it's not going well well our numbers okay, did not yeah. increase at Actually, all yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> our numbers just like flat like well, as it was just stayed the same so yeah i'm not going to lie it's just a little bit discouraging yeah you know i thought i'd be welcoming the post teens and when i say post teens i don't mean people who just turn 20 after 19 <laughs> yeah. i'm saying you know like uh, i was going to say we officially release after episode 10 yes. maybe the post 10 yes now we release on episode 13 so these are the post 13s but i've shortened it because <laughs> what the post they the post teens but post teens just sounds like after teens <laughs> yes i understand that's why i clarified just now that's yes. why i explained my <laughs> but it's, it's, i explained it. it still doesn't make sense <laughs> whatever but anyway i uh, i was hoping to you know welcome all the post teens and uh, there's no post teens <laughs> there's only pre teens here <laughs> uh, but anyway and by pre teens i don't mean kids younger than 13 i mean <laughs> the people who are here before episode 13 that's what i mean <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Uh I forgot to mention a few weeks ago when we were talking about the orcas. Oh, right. Yeah. Those attacks are continuing by oh. the way. We, I we haven't just been I haven't checked in with them in a while. All right. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. uh, but yeah, just similar things to what we initially reported happening. Just yes. orcas are ramming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boats. <laughs> right. And what I forgot to mention a few weeks ago is I volunteer myself to become a sort of loak figure. Oh, okay. <laughs> and form an unlikely okay. friendship with an orc who is the victim of cancel culture. <laughs> yes, I would love that, right? So yes, orcas if you're be. listening and I know you are, <laughs> please <laughs> please make me your loak figure if you, you know loak uh, the kid from avatar 2 if <laughs> if you aren't sure if you're I'm, not familiar yes. with who loak is pyakon's friend yeah <laughs> not me loak <laughs> anyway uh, so not really clean up on news this is just an article from a few weeks ago that okay. i missed right okay it's from politico okay 
The Biden administration is furious with its ambassador to South Africa and scrambling to salvage relations with the country after the envoy alleged that Pretoria sent a ship filled with weapons to Russia as it wages war on Ukraine. The ambassador, Ruben Brigetti, made the claim three weeks ago in a press briefing, saying he'd bet my life on it. He added that South Africa was engaging in outrageous anti-Americanism and questions its claim to be neutral among the world powers. It was a shocking assertion by an American official against a country that the United States has been trying to court in the global effort to isolate Russia. Brigitte's actions thrilled some observers who say the US needs to be more honest about a South African drift towards Moscow. His defenders include top US senators, but multiple US officials told Politico that Brigitte's accusations were overstated and he may have damaged America's interests in the long run. Publicly, the administration has tried to walk a fine line in its response between claim calming the South Africans and not appearing to abandon its ambassador. State Department spokesperson Veran Patel has said in daily press briefings that the United States has expressed concerns about the ship to South Africans, but valued its relationship with the country and declined to directly discuss the ambassador's comments. Still, U.S. officials made clear in conversations with Politico that they were uncomfortable with Brigitte's actions and the nature of his assertions. Brigetti did not have permission from high ups to say what he said, two former U.S. officials and a current U.S. official familiar with the discussion said. He also, he also overstated what the U.S. definitively knows, according to the current official and a fourth person, a senior Biden administration official. The things that we have said publicly, we are ready to put the credibility of the U.S. government behind. What he said was far beyond that, senior Biden administration officials said when pressed on the intelligence. So there's yeah. a lot to deconstruct here. First of all, I just want to say, I think Brigitte is our first enemy. Yeah. <laughs> our first podcast enemy. <laughs> the ambassador, the US ambassador to South Africa. <laughs> but yes, this is what we've been talking about the past few weeks, right? Yeah. This idiot got intel, had a press briefing, just told everyone about it instead of speaking to the relevant uh, in the relevant people in our government. Yes. Right. And yeah. I'm already like upset with this guy, but reading that, like, yeah. <laughs> his bosses are as well. His bosses are like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, uh, do you want to say anything? It's it's good to know that we are on the same page as the most powerful man on the planet. Joe Brandon. Yeah. Oh, all right. Anyway. Yeah. So last week, I said the Unabomber emailed bombs to people. Clearly, I meant to say he regular mailed it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Obviously, number one, it's impossible to email a bomb. But two, he's anti-technology. So you would never send an email in the first place, right? So <laughs> I clearly just misspoke. Okay, fair enough. I also said that the electors report to Mike Pence, and he has the power to throw out the votes for the 2020 election. Yes. Turns out that is wrong. It's just it's something that Trump tweeted. Oh. <laughs> there is no such law. <laughs> Sorry for spreading fake news. <laughs> I definitely remember reading that in like uh, 2019. Yeah. Or when is the actual thing? Because the vote is in 2019, but the electors are in like February of the next year. I have no idea. All right, whatever. <laughs> just, you know, uh, well, when it happened, yeah. I was like... Damn, Pence can, <laughs> Pence can do this shit. Now I'm like, oh, this guy was fucking lying. <laughs> also from last week, I didn't realize, but Barbie's with Warner Brothers, right? Oh. You know oh, how right. I was saying yeah. uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer, why, uh, you know? Yeah. 
why they're releasing on the same day if they're at the same studio. I was a bit confused about yeah. that. <laughs> right. This uh, the the fact that they're rival studios makes more sense. But I'd still release them like a week or two apart so they don't like cannibalize each other's businesses. Yeah. And again, like I was saying, there's probably a very small uh, intersection of the two fans for that movie. Yes. Right. But uh, I would still, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like people don't have a whole day to like just go to the movies. You know. Yeah. They'll maybe go in the evening. Yeah. One day off the whole weekend. Yeah. So if you put out Barbie one week and then two weeks later Oppenheimer comes out, you know, you can. Then you've got the time to <laughs> yes. see both. Yeah. Yes. So even if there isn't a big overlap in the two fan bases, you could just, you know, a general movie goer who has no preferences that just wants to go see something could, yeah. you know, stumble into both. But if both are out at the same time, they'll choose one. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, we're faced with the uh, the drama of a good old fashioned Mexican standoff. Oh. Right. Do you remember we said Mex- uh, Mission Impossible as well? Yeah. Releases. The week before, or sorry, two weeks before Oppenheimer and Barbie, Mission yeah. Impossible comes out, and then they it loses its IMAX screens to Oppenheimer. That's what the beef was about last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying right. Also, a little Transformers reference in there. What? There's a there's a scene in one of the Transformers where one of the Transformers. I don't remember his name, but he goes, "Oh, looks like we got ourselves a little Mexican standoff here." All right. Whatever the, the Transformers didn't invent the Mexican sand. No, I know I'm the Mexicans saying. did. Bro. <laughs> really, the Mexican government they, they you know, put it out. <laughs> but yes, uh, also last week I said DC often reboot their universes. Yes, and you're thinking, "Pressure, you absolute buffoon!" Didn't you mean to say Marvel? Huh? You know, uh, because we're talking about Spider-Man. Oh yeah, okay. And I just I said DC. Yeah. So no, I didn't. <laughs> DC does reboot every few years. Right? Yes. Marvel do it rarely and do it in kind of a cheating way. So, for example, yeah. the Ultimate Universe is a reboot, but it goes alongside the mainline universe. So yes. when DC reboots, they destroy the whole universe and yes. there's a new universe. Marvel, like I said, is very rare and they'll do something where they'll create a new universe that runs parallel yeah, with the yeah. mainline. Yeah. Right. But I never finished the second half of that sentence, right? So I look like a, I look like I think Spider Man is from DC. <laughs> I look like a huge fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so we never really spoke about Miles being from a different universe. Yeah, we just said like uh, the twister didn't make sense, and then kind of moved on. Yeah, right. But uh, I've been seeing people say how they knew he was in the wrong universe. Okay, uh, online this week, right? Okay. Uh, so, for example, it said 42 on the machine that transported him because yeah. it was going to Universe 42. Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> but, you know, just uh, his mother had a different eye color. Yeah. I believe it was green in the Universe 42. Yeah. I didn't see that either. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. But the thing that I, uh, you know, saw that was wrong, I didn't know, like, he was in a different universe. I just knew something was wrong when he put on the clothes. Oh, yeah. Remember we spoke about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Yes. He puts on, like, a green jacket and inside there's a purple hoodie. Yes. So green and purple are villain-coded colors. Yeah. So, for example, the Joker. He has green hair, purple suit. Yes. Green Goblin. is green skin and he has... <laughs> the, I don't know what that thing is called. He has, like, a little cap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a hood. No, like... Uh, you know, it's, it's a thing that Noddy has. Yes. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's like a... 
a long beanie yeah you know yeah i don't know <laughs> but that thing is purple right yes mysterio his uh, cape is purple his body suit is green yes uh brainiac is green and he has a little purple bolts in his head <laughs> yeah. yes lex luthor in his power suit uh it's green yeah. and purple but yeah you get the yes. idea right yes the only exception to this is the hulk yeah cuz he's also green and purple yeah and bruce banner sees himself or like the hulk aspect of himself as a villain that's why yeah that's part of the reason huh cool all right yeah <laughs> i've never realize. noticed that no i didn't realize the that the color schemes of the different uh, but anyway the but yeah in hindsight uh, also the prowler uses purple and green yes <laughs> which uh, you know when we find out uh, that miles miles is this universe's prowler or like he's yeah. prowler junior and uncle aaron is the real prowler, prowler senior <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh, that, that, i don't know he was in a different universe just that something was off by that right colors yeah. the colors of his clothes okay yeah <sighs> so the news of the week yes Avatar 3 pushed back from December 2024 to December 2025. A whole year. Yes. Actually, I, I think it's like 364 days. Who gives a fuck, man? Me. I've been crying and vomiting for the past couple of days. Oh, it's so upset, bro. Just crying, vomiting, and shitting. <laughs> Just, every time I think about it, <laughs> it gets so upset. <laughs> They took my Avatar. <laughs> uh, but yes. So... Uh, that comes out in 2025. Yes. Then there's another 4 year gap. Avatar 4 comes out in 2029. Yes. And Avatar 5 2031. Yeah, is it not 2032? No, 31. Okay. So <sighs> kind of frustrated I'm not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh it's unclear what caused the delay, but Disney pushed back quite a few releases including uh Star Wars and Marvel movies. So Yes. Yeah. I didn't actually write down what those were. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's important to me is the Avatar movies because yeah. Yes. Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I do want like the only thing I'm really into in Star Wars right now is Andor. Yeah. Andor and like uh the animated uh you know, the Bad Batch and uh, Yeah. What's the other animated one? The Clone Wars? No, Clone Wars ended. Oh. <sighs> Whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh So yeah. <coughs> This is quadriactic story, right? So okay. Over the past 18 months, Israel has intensified its military search, arrest and home demolition raids into Palestinian cities in the occupied West Bank. Oh. <coughs> Amid a sharp rise in Palestinian attacks touting Israelis which casual casualty rates on both sides reaching levels not seen in many years. Since the start of the year, at least 162 Palestinians have been killed in the West Bank and Gaza Strip, while 21 Israelis have been killed. Before dawn on Monday, undercover Israeli troops entered a neighborhood on the edge of Jenin's packed urban refugee camp, targeting the family home of a militant jailed by Israel. Eyewitnesses said, "I looked out of the window and saw a mass soldier storming the house of our neighbor, Assem Abu Al-Hajja." After about a quarter of an hour I heard several explosions and heavy gunfire Samaya Abu Saman told Palestine TV The Israel Defense Force or IDF described a massive exchange of fire between its forces and Palestinian gunmen Video showed an explosion hitting armored troop transport as shots rang, ra- rang out 
An Israeli military spokesman said that a Panther troop carrier was hit by an unusual and dramatic improvised explosion device, an IED, after which an Israeli Apache helicopter fired on an open area to repel the gunman as the forces extracted soldiers from the troop. Transport. <coughs> Sorry, <laughs> it was on the next page. <laughs> uh, we don't know the nature of the ID, but it was pretty intense. Lieutenant Colonel Richard Hecht said. He said the IDF were now bringing in heavy machinery to try to extract the vehicles. While exchanges of fire with militants continued, he added that the soldiers who were previously inside the carrier had been moved to protect other vehicles. The Palestinian Health Ministry said five men and a 15-year-old boy whom it named as Ahmed Yusuf Sakhar were killed during the raid. The fifth man died of his wounds on Tuesday morning. The ministry added that more than 90 Palestinians were wounded, including a 15-year-old girl who local report was hit by a bullet which came through the wall of her home. A Palestinian photojournalist covering the raid, Hazam Imad Nasser, was also among those wounded. Palestinian medics said he underwent a Palestinian medics said he underwent surgery after being shot in his side. The Palestinian, the Palestine Red Crescent Society, meanwhile, accused the Israeli army of stopping medical teams reaching casualties. Which, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, especially because they're shooting on uh, civilians and not yeah. just uh, army. Yeah. Right. So the society's director in Jenin, Dr. Mahmoud Al-Sadi, told the BBC... We are working in very difficult conditions. The occupation Israeli forces impeded the movement of ambulances and prevented medical staff from performing their duties. The raid is a further sign that US-led attempts to de-escalate tensions in the West Bank are failing. Officials had hoped to reduce the intensity of Israeli military raids and impel the Palestinian Authority to regain its grip in the cities of Jenin and Nablus, where they have lost control to a new generation of militants. Hussein al-Sheikh, the Palestinian Authority's civil affairs minister, said, A fierce and open war is being waged against the Palestinian people by the occupation forces. He called for the Palestinian leadership to take unprecedented decisions without elaborating. Israel's use of aircraft would push our fighters to use tools that will surprise the enemy, an official with the Palestinian militant group Islamic Jihad said. It claimed two of the dead men as members. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant said, We will use all our tools at our disposal and strike terrorists wherever they may be. Terrorists will not find a safe haven, not in Jenin, not in Nablus, and not in Gaza. In a separate development, the United States said it was deeply troubled by new Israeli plans to expand Israeli settlements in the occupied West Bank and make changes that will see hardline pro-settler minister Bezalel Smotrich take authority over planning, future planning there. Mr. Smotrich rides, heads a far-right religious ultra-naturalist bloc that has espoused racist anti-Palestinian policies. A senior Israeli official played down the move, saying it was part of measures to cut unnecessary administrative t- red tape in the construction authorization process. <coughs> The U.S. State Department said Israel's actions violated previous commitments it had made to the Biden administration, while Palestinian leaders condemned the new steps and called on the international community to intervene. Settlements are seen as illegal under international law, but Israel disputes that. So, thoughts? So, you know how earlier I said there was a lot to unpack here? Mm. This is a lot more to unpack. Mm. There's just... I'm pretty sure the whole, um, uh, what's the word, like blocking off 
ambulances and stuff is classified as a war crime. Yes. <laughs> so, like, that's that's quite hectic. All right. This issue is actually pretty simple, right? Okay. The Israelis are doing apartheid to the yes. Palestinians, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the end of it. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> but yeah, so I just want to say, if anyone is like trying to blame this on the Jews or like, uh, you know, this is a Jewish conspiracy to kill Palestinians or something like that. Yeah. Not at all, right? The fact that, you know, these Israeli people are Jewish yes. has nothing to do with, you know, our anger against them. Yes. Our anger against them is because they're doing apartheid, <laughs> right? <laughs> because they are yes. literally committing war crimes. If you see somebody that's saying, yeah, fuck Israel because of the Jews, Get them no. out of here, right? We do not support uh, whoever says that. Anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism. We are here about the apartheid being done. Yes. Right? It's about their actions, not how they identify. Or yes. like their religion. Yes. Right? So, yeah, that's really all there is to say. It's Fair a very right. simple yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but, well, I mean... It's simple to d- describe the problem. So yeah. Solving it would be very, yes. very hard, right? But... Uh, like I said, to me, it's quite clear that the Israelis are in the wrong. Yes. Just based on this article, like you said, stopping medical teams, that's that's a war crime. That's... Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> how... Do, like... How is that defensible? There's, there's defensible? no defense. There's no defense. Yeah. So, yeah. Israeli, like I said, it's quite clear. Yeah. The next story is search and rescue teams were racing against time on Monday to find a tourist sub that went missing in the North Atlantic while on a dive to the wreck of the Titanic. The U.S. Coast Guard said a small submarine with five persons on board had gone missing in the vicinity of the Titanic wreck and that the vessel had the capacity to be submerged for 96 hours, but it was unclear whether it was still underwater or had resurfaced and was unable to communicate. The Titan is a carbon fiber and titanium submersible and is used to explore the wreck of the Titanic. The submersible was reported overdue on Monday, but contact was lost one hour and 45 minutes into its dive on Sunday afternoon, the Coast Guard said. A British explorer and a French military veteran and submarine expert were believed to be among those on board the Titan, a deep diving submersible operated by an underwater tourism company, Ocean Gate. You know, that... Yes. Apparently... A few years ago, an employee of OceanGate uh, filed a, I guess, filed safety complaints about the depth that this thing was built to operate at and the depths it's actually going to. And that person was fired for filing those complaints. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are the rumors. I'm not sure how true that is. Well, uh... I've just seen a lot of people make fun of yeah. <laughs> these guys yes. for, for yeah. dying, which yeah. I'm not going to do. I don't know anything about these people. Yeah, I will criticize the company Ocean Gate yes. because, like you said, for one, they don't listen to uh, employee complaints. Yeah. Two, if you actually look at that submarine, it's, <laughs> it's so small. It's so like, <laughs> it's like if you're trying to get tourists to go on your your trip, wouldn't you make yes. it a little bit more like comfortable, yeah. a bit more appealing. 
like uh, also at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a pop. Mm. That's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I also read that it's unable it's unable to be opened from the inside. Yes. So that part about if they had, uh, you know, come up to the surface, but they just can't get out of the yeah the ship. They have uh, air to only last them. I think it's going to expire in like an hour from now. Yeah. <laughs> While we're recording. But yeah. uh, well, whatever the case is, uh, you know, hopefully they're found and... Uh, they return home safe. Yeah. Yeah. There's really yeah. nothing else to say. Yeah. So also this week, Solo Ramaphosa, our president, yeah. went on a diplomatic mission to Europe to, to meet with both Zelensky and Putin and to discuss peace talks. Yes. <laughs> also, well, this is the thing. Certain newspapers have just described it as peace talks. Yes. Other sources have said that Ramaphosa has gone to get the IC, IEC to retract, uh, you know, the uh, the warrant for Putin's arrest. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if that second one is the case, then that's not pursuing for peace. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind the of the opposite, opposite right? Yeah. But uh, so uh, obviously, if that is the case, I'm not interested in this. But yeah, let's take it on the first, you know, option that yes. this genu- genuinely done to broker peace. Yes. Uh, uh, it really seems like the peace talks were secondary. <laughs> yeah. And this was really an attempt to show that we are neutral so that we aren't kicked out of yeah. AGOA. Do you know what AGOA is? AGOA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't remember what the... Uh, it's like the Agriculture Opportunities Act. Yeah. Something. It's it's something to do with African countries. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, certain African countries get to buy from the US market with no import tax. Yes. So you can just you know, buy whatever goods and then they come here and you sell them or yeah. use them or whatever, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's useful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it would be bad if, you know, it got taken away. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world, I don't think. No. Because, like, there's, well, other, there's people other than the US that we can, you know, yeah. get into trade agreements with. But like, sure. like I said, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah. But uh, let's hope that we can get this fixed. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the trip was, however, overshadowed by the ANC delegation being detained in Poland as weapons, <laughs> as weapons and unregistered security personnel were found aboard. <laughs> the president then had to have his meetings with Putin and Zelensky without any security, which <laughs> uh, I have to laugh. <laughs> uh, it's one of the most ridiculous things. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Just turning up with a bunch of guns and being like, what? why can't we come in? <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, there's really nothing else to say other than, you know, the NCR bunch of clowns. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's just move on. So, content warning for violence against animals. Oh, no. All right. Okay. A Penn State professor accused of performing sex acts on his pet ah. dog begged police to shoot him during his arrest for the disturbing allegation. Temus Matsukas, 64, was allegedly caught in the act on surveillance cameras by the bathrooms at Rock Rock State Forest wearing a mask while half-naked except for socks and shoes. I wouldn't call that half-naked. <laughs> That's like... He was wearing a mask, though. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your face is like pretty much half your body. <laughs> so after police tracked him down and showed up on his doorstep, Matsukas allegedly became visibly nervous before telling officers, what do I have to do to get you to shoot me? I need to die. <laughs> During the arrest, he reportedly then conceded that he carries out the depraved act to blow off steam. A Penn State professor accused of performing sex acts on his pet dog, Big... Uh, Oh, I think I just copied it twice. Oh. Yeah. But, oh, nice. <laughs> but anyway, the... So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I just... I didn't read this as a news story. I just saw a tweet. Yeah. That was like... Uh, um, <laughs> they put in cameras to see who was stealing their hand sanitizer. Yeah. So, there was somebody... Yeah. <laughs> stealing their hand sanitizer <laughs> from the toilets. And they found this guy having sex with a dog. Well, let me not say having sex. Raping a dog. Yes. Right? Because... Animals can't consent. Yes. So this, yes. So they caught him on camera, and they like. Uh, I don't think they caught him live, but no. like they they found like uh, his backpack was very, what's the word, uh, identifiable. Uh, and yeah. they found him after the fact, and yeah, like a. <laughs> yeah. Just so so yeah, and. Uh, but it's still just very upsetting. Yes, very upsetting. So bizarre. I just thought to yeah. myself, this is so unique. Yeah, I, you could get like a gym membership or just take a walk in the park with the dog. You could read 10,000 newspapers, you'd find the story once. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so like I said, I don't read that uh, on Twitter. I So I went to search for that story to get the full news story. Yeah. I actually found out there's another. <laughs> oh my. Oh no. Blake Refford of Elkhart was charged last week with bestiality and intimidation with a deadly weapon. Oh no. After his mother allegedly saw him with his pants down with the dog pinned on the couch in March 2022. That's, so, this, so this happened last terrible. year, but the, like, uh, the information came out now. Yeah. Right. Uh, According to newly obtained court documents, the accused sicko grabbed a hammer and threatened to kill his mom and burn her body if she called the police, WSBT reported. That's a bit Police insane. said they noticed blood and red marks on the pooch. A veterinarian, veterinarian later confirmed that the animal had suffered trauma, according to the reports. That's ridiculous. So, yeah. Uh, so you know, when I said, this is so rare, this yeah. guy, <laughs> you know, yeah. when, when I Googled it, and I clicked the first link and it was this. I was like, wait, wait this, this has nothing to do with a professor. And then the, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, two, two, two dog rapings happened this week. Two. Yeah. Well, well, again, sorry, it didn't happen this week. It happened last year, but. This guy was charged. Yes, this he was charged. No, 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 not charged this week. The information came out this week. Oh. It says according to newly obtained court documents. Oh, so, right. Okay. So okay. he was, I assume, charged. Well, we don't even know if he was, if he's in prison. Yeah. It just says he was charged, so he could have paid, like... A bribe. Uh, yeah. Wait, what's it called? Bail. Bail, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, can you get bail for raping a dog? I hope I not. Know. Yeah, I'm not a... I really hope not. Not a dog rape lawyer. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of that. Yeah. But yeah. anyway... Very horrific. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this the is... fuck. Like, every single new sorry, except... Yeah, every single news story. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's no feel the good news this week. The most hectic shit I've ever fucking seen, bro. Yeah. One of the most hectic hectic. You know, last week you were saying was a bit news week. Next week will yeah. be yeah. <laughs> will be empty. Oh my yeah. god. Oh it's my god. just it's uh, <laughs> one bad thing after another. Yeah. A culminating in two dog rapes. 
Yeah. So anyway, the context for this movie. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. So, you know, like uh, last week, uh, we were speaking about uh, Miles Morales. Yes. And uh, the person I started off the discussion with is Donald Glover. Yes. Who do you think I'm going to start off this discussion by talking about? Optimus Prime. But the guy that voices Optimus Prime. Peter Cullen. Yes. No. Oh. Any other ideas? Mark Wahlberg. No. Let me think. Michael Bay. 75. 74. 73. 72. 71. The 70th president of the United States of America. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> right? So okay. rules had been placed since the 1960s when advertisers discovered how television would be the perfect gateway to get their products in front of as many eyes as possible. Right. right. This was important because children dictate so much of, of a family spending. Meals, movies, entertainment, they're usually all determined by what the kids want. Okay. Children can influence 95% of selecting a restaurant. 89% in what beverages a family buys and 80% of where a family vacation will be. That's crazy. They call it pester power. Okay, makes right. sense. <laughs> yeah. Ronald Reagan instituted the deregulation <laughs> of advertising at the start of the 1980s. Okay. Right. So all those rules that were stopping, you know, advertising to children, he got, yes. rid, he got rid of it. Oh, nice. Okay. But uh, this is the thing. Yes. Ronald Reagan was a, a puppet. Okay. He was working for the interests of, you know, CEOs and yeah. like a bunch of nameless executives or faceless executives, right? Okay. Uh, so I view Ronald Reagan as one of the most evil men to ever live. Oh. But he's not really. He's just an, the avatar for those guys, you know. Yeah. They would write a law, put it in front of him, and he is... He and just... He was actually, he was going senile oh. <laughs> while he was president, oh, no. right? So okay. he, he had like a... Yes, he was going senior, so they, they kept it from the American people. Okay. So he was just signing whatever came across the desk, <laughs> right? They, he was just a puppet for them to control. Okay. But he, uh, again, I view him as the avatar for yes. evilness. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, this allowed companies to market as much as they wanted to children, leading to an explosion of new toys, cartoons, junk food, fast food, and breakfast cereals. Oh. Right? Okay. So the company Hasbro released the TV show Transformers as a way to market their toys to children. Okay. Right? That's, right? They, yeah. they, they created Transformers toys and they're like, all right, how are we going to get this, you know, kids interested in it? They commissioned like a, a short uh, animated show to yeah. get kids interested. But okay. They were also double dipping. Right. Okay. Because during the ad breaks for the Transformers shows, they also had traditional toy ads. Oh wow! <laughs> for the okay. Transformers toys, so it's what like, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of this long form ad, we're gonna have a short form ad in the middle of it. <laughs> Which, you know, you can see how uh, advertising culture has moved on from that to now. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. Uh, quick note: Hasbro also made the GI Joe. Ah, the GI Joe oh, franchise, okay. and, you know, did something similar. Okay, yeah. Right. So, following this logic, in 1986, uh, when the Transformers movie came out, they killed off the majority of the main cast, oh. so that they could release their new generation of Transformers toys. Right. Okay. So, like those are the old toys here, the new toys. Yeah. But what they didn't realize was the kids that began to love the characters. Oh, oh no! <laughs> were traumatized by seeing all their favorite characters die. Oh, <laughs> especially yeah. Optimus Prime. Yeah. Right. 
So <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yes. This is the thing. They they're treating it like all right, well, here's more toys to sell. <laughs> and the kids are like, what the <laughs> Like uh, there was a big like letter writing campaign yeah. to Hasbro to get them to bring back Optimus Prime because <laughs> they, like kids were upset, right? And that's why they can never kill off Op- Optimus Prime ever again. Yeah. Well, that, they kind of did. That's why like a lot of characters aren't killed off because, you know, it would upset kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but yeah, uh, after this a number of animated series most of which I can't comment on but when I was a boy I watched Transformers Armada okay. Energon and Cybertron ah. which formed the Unicron trilogy oh right okay those three shows have like they they focus on different things but they like the general they, they tell one story okay they yeah. like sequels to each other they like oh, right, they're okay. like three seasons of the same okay continuity yeah but yeah there's, I, I can show you the Wikipedia page for <laughs> all the Transformers, like, from... Like, they've made so many shows. Yes. <laughs> like, between 20 and 30 shows, bro. It's unreal. That's, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> those are the ones I, I watch at the time. And, again, as we've established on the show, I wasn't in it for the vehicles. I was in it for, like, the robots from space. <laughs> I was in it for the vehicles. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. So, anyway... Live action Transformers directed by Michael Bay came out in 2007. Yes. Uh, Unseat in cinemas. It was the 8 p.m. movie on MNET on a random night. Yeah. Like 2008. Yeah. So I don't have strong feelings about the movie either way. Okay. But I will say seeing Megan Fox was a sexual awakening oh. <laughs> when I was, what, like 11 years old. I was like, oh my God. I just lost my whole shit. Just, uh, just in my pants. So, like, uh, again, I wasn't very impressed with the first one. So, yeah. I just missed the next two Transformers, you know, when they came out. I yeah. just, like, I caught bits and pieces when it was on TV. Okay. Like, yeah. uh, I, I didn't really sit down and watch all the way through. Yeah. Right? And they also just seemed bad. Yeah. <laughs> which, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember I had, like, a test or something. Okay. So, I didn't go see... What's the one with Devastator? Uh, I think it's the third one. All right, whatever. But like, I, I I was busy with something. Your dad took you and my brother. Yeah, <laughs> no, I couldn't go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the third one. Anyway, whatever the case is. Uh, so I did watch the quasi reboot in 2014. Okay. With Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Where I don't know. He, he throws a football at somebody <laughs> and knocks them out. <laughs> right. Um, so I was sleeping over in my friend's house and we went to the movies. And I was kind of forced to watch it because they like, they wanted to watch Transformers. Just a truly awful movie. There's just a, Like they go to China in a cynical attempt to, you know, like get in on the Chinese market. Yeah. Stanley Tucci drinks a milk, which is a very clear... Uh, product placement the he has the beats pull which is also very yeah. clear product placement it's uh, yeah, yeah it's a lot of product placement it just made me upset <laughs> that trans- uh, was it Transformers 4 yes that's uh, yeah yeah 4 no good no good but uh, I am thinking about revisiting it you okay. know, to see if it's a so bad it's good situation oh no okay but I don't want to take the risk <laughs> that's what I'm saying I'm just thinking about it we'll okay what if one day I'm just desperate 
There's yeah. nothing outside. I've watched. I've gotten to the end of all <laughs> of every movie all, ever. All, all shows and all movies. And I'm like, all right, fuck. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, then I missed the following two of Transformers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> One is they like a King Arthur style situation. Yes. With uh, Mark Wahlberg. It's yeah, the yeah, second. yeah. But I mean, like. I think Optimus Prime is a is a descendant of King Arthur. Uh, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody is a descendant. Oh no, no, sorry, Mark Wahlberg is a yes. descendant of King Arthur. Yes, <laughs> I never watched it, so I don't know, right? But I just heard somebody describe it, and I just fucking laughed. Bro, <laughs> one of the funniest fucking things. <laughs> uh, a giant robot yes. descendant of King Arthur. Yeah, okay, I made a mistake. Yeah. And the second one was Bumblebee. Yes. Which I've heard is a genuinely good movie. Yeah. Now I've never seen it, uh, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we will be doing it as a commentary this week, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be watching it in just a uh, few minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. So, this movie is directed by Stephen Keppel Jr. Okay. You ever heard of him? No. He directed Creed 2. Oh. Which I also enjoyed a lot. I spoke about Creed earlier in the year, right? Yes. The I first believe. one is a masterpiece. The second one is uh, yeah. not as good, but it's still very good. And third one I liked a lot less. But yeah, yeah. he's the one who directed the second. And uh, yeah. Yes. And spoiler alert, I like this movie a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know your feelings on it, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, right? So... Yes. My thoughts okay. on the movie. So I didn't go through it like... Uh, you know, these past couple of weeks, I've been going through it, like, scene by scene. Yeah. And I've been writing down what I thought. Uh, this week, just general random thoughts I had. We might be jumping around a bit. So okay. Do you want to maybe, like, lead the conversation? You can go through your notes. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I can. All right, sure. I just... I... To start it off, mm. I found it incredibly cliche. Wow. Because it's just, like... It seems to just follow the, the same format... As every single Transformers, well, at least the, like the first of a new Transformers. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, one four in this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The reboots. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So just, I don't know. I didn't really like the idea that it followed the same format. Like what format are you talking about? It's kind of. <coughs> hold on. I actually, I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's talented mechanic. Or like robot-y person in some way finds a robot car or truck and then the there's a big reveal where oh the car slash truck is actually a massive robot and then that will then kind of goes into hey we've got this massive villain we can fight they're probably gonna destroy earth if we lose yeah. then um, they fight the massive villain and they win Right. And then that's that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. So it, I I didn't really like that it followed that same format. Like that, in, you've just described most movies. That's not just Transformers. Well, yeah, fair. It's but, yeah. <laughs> it's a template because it works. Yes. Right. Uh, anyway, if you feel like that, that's fine. Uh, I just uh, I understand that it may be a a template story. Yeah. But I enjoy the. Accoutrements, if you will. Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah. So I found this was like a, an homage to early two thousands blockbusters. Fair. 
Um, okay. Especially or specifically the Peter Jackson movies. Do you know who that is? Yes. Who is he? A director. What we direct? Uh, King Kong. Sure. Sure? Yes, that's one. Okay, yeah. That's the best I've got. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw a big A video. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, he directed King Kong, but he also directed the three uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, And he right. came back for the other <gasps> movies, right? Right, okay. So, yes. like, uh, for example, Optimus Primal's father pulling out the spine of the scorpion. Yes. Uh, King Kong does that. And he pulls out the... Uh, of the dinosaur. He yeah. pulls out the, the, the spine. Yeah. And he, like, goes... Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Scourge has a similar mask to the design of the Nazgul. Okay. Do you know who the Nazgul are? I don't. They're like uh, these, like they're just bad guys. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> they're the l- lieutenants of Sauron. Okay. Like, he sends them out to, uh, you know, uh, capture the orbits. Okay. And like we we see them periodically, like uh, not all the time, but like they'll just show up and they're about to kill them, and then. Our heroes make an unlikely escape. Ah, so, yes, yeah. okay, of course. Yeah, yeah, kind of, they're kind of like uh, ineffective idiots, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they look very cool. Okay, fair yeah. enough. But anyway, yeah, so the, the Nazgul mask is very similar to, to Scourge. Uh, the second, or the other thing is Unicron looks a lot like the Eye of Sauron. Yeah, okay. Right, it's fair like enough. that little ball yeah. of light. Yeah. And also later on, you know, like when you see him on Earth, there's yeah. like a large tower yes. that looks a lot like you know the tower from the two towers okay <laughs> Where, makes sense right and unicorn is not unicorn unicorn Un- unicorn is, is yes. trying to like you know come into that sphere right from yeah. the other universe well he's, he's trying to eat the world really yeah pretty right? much yeah. but yeah the imagery was a lot of like Lord of the Rings imagery yes so okay. there's that and uh, also the Fantastic Four okay so unicorn is Galactus okay okay do you know who Galactus is? No. You don't know Galactus? No. I never watched the Fantastic Four. Well, it's not just the Fantastic Four. He's a big Marvel guy. Then maybe. Oh, is he the guy with the, like, the T for a head? The T for a head. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll, just, uh, I'll just Google a, uh, a pick of him. Okay. You'll see. All right. But he doesn't look like the <laughs> Oh, okay. It's not a T. Yeah. But yes. You, you know who yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. is, right? Okay, yeah. Yes. Galactus. Yes. Uh, listeners at home, Google Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he didn't appear as he appears here yes. in, in the movie. He appears as just like a giant cloud. Yeah. So the visuals of the Fantastic Four movie, or Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer, match. Yes. The, the, the imagery matches a lot with the... Galact- uh, Unicron in this movie who look he first of all is a planet eater second yes. of all he looks like he's a giant cloud coming to you know eat the planet yeah uh, yeah okay. <laughs> there's just a lot of uh, Galactus imagery second of all he gives Scourge power yeah okay I, I forget what he calls it it's ah uh, but it's, wh- whatever it's the case like is dark energy or something whatever the case is Galactus imbues the Silver Surfer with powers alright okay the Silver Surfer is his envoy so Scourge is the Silver Surfer and okay. you know Unicron is Galactus. There's a lot of, yeah. like, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm missing a lot of things, but uh, those are the ones that just immediately came to mind while I was watching this. Yeah. I was okay. Like, yeah. This is <laughs> very clearly early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, 
there's another scene where Optimus didn't think the artifact really existed. It happens every. Well, well that's what I was going to say, right? Yeah. So I listen to this podcast where they say in every Transformers movie, there's like some magic object or yeah. trinket or you know, and <laughs> the Transformers <laughs> in every movie are just shocked that it exists. Yeah. So why don't they take like a long weekend <laughs> and just go search for all the various things <laughs> or like all the legends they know just yeah. go hunt it down yeah right <laughs> put them all together maybe uh, i don't know if they're too dangerous just throw it into the sun something you <laughs> know like into, okay yes the ones you can use safely use them the ones yeah. you can't just uh you know yeah i want to say look if you just throw it off into space, like a another robot might come across it and yep. use it, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Specifically, throw it into the sun. Okay. It can't. It can't miss the sun. You have to be. <laughs> you have to be quite near there and then throw it. You can't. You can't throw it from Earth and hope it hits the sun. You need to go close to the sun and throw it, right? That's. <laughs> we gotta get rid. Anyway, that's also the plot of Superman Four, where he. He rounds up the world's nuclear weapons and he throws it in the sun. <laughs> you know, not a. Uh, what I'm a big fan of Superman Four, just uh, listeners. What if they're sunproof? Then what happens? <sighs> they made sunproof weapons. Yeah. Nah. No. <laughs> I don't believe it, bro. There's nothing the sun the sun can't kill. <laughs> Except okay. maybe 500 lions. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. If they attack at night, the sun is done. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what we're referring to, there's a, like a, one of these, I don't know if it's a joke, but it's like an internet debate where somebody asked, who would win, the sun or 500 lions? <laughs> People like, obviously the sun. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but what if they pissed? <laughs> all, they, all that puss went and put the sun out. <laughs> Again, I don't know if this person was uh, just joking or if they were serious about this. Yeah. Either way, very funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next thing. Oh, do you want to? I really liked the voice acting in this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, like Pete Michelle, De- uh, mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh she's the, yeah. the bird lady yes uh, yeah. Ron Pullman he's Optimus Primal yeah and you were going to say Pete Davidson who also liked a lot Mirage yeah yes he was yeah. fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of like fun little quips he had that yeah annoying I was just like oh, this is funny <laughs> yeah this is good it was like in that sweet spot where it's like he's got the quips but they're not it's not too many quips that you eventually find them annoying it's like it's just a random yes. quipage yes and yeah. like I like their relationship yeah that like he's in touch with his younger brother and he's like yeah you know telling him you, you gotta look out for this yeah. and that like it's a very fun little thing here yeah it's very cute alright uh, I want there, there's a line where somebody says Marky Mark is acting now yeah <laughs> you know Marky Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg yes Wahlberg yeah. he was in a I guess well, I've never listened to them, but I guess it's like a rap group. Yeah, <laughs> Marky Mark and the and the Funky, funky Bunch. bunch. Yeah. <laughs> when I heard about that, that's so funny. But yeah, um, so every time his name comes up, I have to. Well, the one thing is he like. Do you remember he did like racial crimes? Yes. So yes. <laughs> he like he threw rocks at black children. Yes. Uh, he blinded a Vietnamese man yes well I think those are two separate well 
so one he blinded a vietnamese man another one he beat up a blind person yeah i don't think those are the same incident i think okay so he didn't blind them and yes, then beat yes. them up okay it was gotcha. uh, but anyway it, yeah. uh, he he had he wasn't like an adult yeah i think he went to like juvenile detention or something yeah so but yeah so i don't really want to chat about that but okay. i will say right <laughs> okay. every time his name comes up I have to refer to it back to him saying he would have stopped 911. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he didn't outright say I would have stopped 911. He says listen 911 I'm not saying anything but if it was me you wouldn't have gone down like that. Nine <laughs> 9/11 <laughs> if it were me it wouldn't have gone down like that. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> This guy victim blaming <laughs> the 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 victims of 9/11. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> um I also found the the CGI to mm. be very like hit or miss. Mm. Like the the robots were incredibly detailed incredibly good and realistic looking but i found that uh, there was one scene in particular where they're like they're driving and it just looks it looks like the cartoons it just i don't know there was something very hit or miss about the cgi all right well i'm not going to disagree about that okay but i disagree with the use I think it was used very well. Okay. Does uh, well that's not maybe not CGI but like the design. Okay. All the characters had a very distinct design. Yes. So you know in earlier Transformers movies it just looks like <laughs> a lot of gray guys just running yeah. up against each other and hitting each other. Yes. So this one each person had a different design. Spatially you were kind of aware of them like oh the blue person is here the pink person is here. You know yeah. like It, it it's a lot easier to tell what was going on compared to other transformers movies where you just see like yeah you know explosions and shit going yeah. on like it was very well staged I'll say that yeah so i don't think that has to do with cgi that's more like the choreography i guess okay but uh, yeah fair enough but i guess it it does have to do with cgi because those <laughs> there's not really transformers fighting around yeah <laughs> it's, it's it, i think it does speak to the cgi that it's you know the action isn't jumbled up and you can see what's precisely going on as yeah. the fight plays out yeah But yeah carry on also um oh i should have actually mentioned this in the uh well again we're not context. going we're not going uh oh yeah okay yeah yeah michaela j rodriguez do you know who that is she's the lead actress yeah she's a uh, nightbird who's the the nissan gtr Okay, but don't worry about that. Anyway, the first ever transgender actor in a Transformers fr- franchise movie. Who? Michelle Gerard, uh, Michaela J. Rodriguez. Who does she play? She's Nightbird. Uh, like one of the kind of, I guess, scour- Scourge's hench people. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Very cool. I guess I you thought you were talking about Elena, the main actor. No, 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 no. All right, no, all right, all right. She's one of the Transformers. Okay. I guess you could call her 
a trans. Yes, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I just a transgender former. Yeah, right. that's quite cool. All right, it's just nice to have inclusivity, especially during Pride Month. Nice. Yeah. Anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I can think of right now. I should have probably written down all right, a lot so more stuff I was talking about. I had a good laugh about. when he says, I do not want you going to that drive-in theater. Made me remember drive-ins. Yeah. Have you ever been to a drive-in? When I was, like, very, very yeah, young. It's yeah. So when I was younger, we used to go like every other weekend. Yes. Then like, uh, this was the early 2000s. Though. Yeah. And then like, uh, yeah, but you've always lived here. Yes. You, you never lived in Durban. Yes. But yeah, uh, that's how they had. Uh, yeah. There's never been a, yeah, uh, one that I know about. I would love a drive-in. Uh, drive-ins are so cool. There was one somewhere around here, mm. but. Uh, Shut down. Yeah. Mm, damn. Yeah. But yeah, I love a drive-in. Yeah. I wish. I could start a driving. Start a driving. But it's very like uh, you need security, you know. Yeah. That's the the issue. <coughs> People don't want to go to driving because, like, you know. Yeah. Somebody might be there. Just one other person might be there to rob them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One yeah. robbers. <laughs> one more than should be there. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, but <laughs> actually, as you mentioned that line, I like the the kind of, I guess, father son bond. Even though it's not really a father-son bond between Optimus and Bumblebee, like it's very sure. yeah, it's it's well yeah, Bumblebee's a you know he's, a disaffected teen yeah he's, <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah it's it's really I quite enjoyed that kind of aspect where although then it's it's kind of heartbreaking if you think of it as like a father losing his son mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the movie sure. Yeah, right. but everything turns out okay. Right. Yeah. Well, there is a racial ang- angle to this movie that I can't really vocalize. You know, like uh-huh. we were speaking about the transgender in Bo's Afraid. Yes. There's a transgender angle that, that I couldn't vocalize. Similarly, yes. uh, like I'm seeing a bunch of stuff that I don't like. I don't know what they're trying to say, or perhaps I'm just misreading into it. Okay. But, uh, so... Uh, the guy who turns Noah down for the job says, people like you. Yes. And uh, Noah says, what do you mean, people like me? That's usually like a uh, a racial thing. Uh, but again, I don't understand the commentary. Yeah. Because they gave him a good enough reason as to why they wouldn't want him. Yeah, because he like doesn't work well yeah. in teams. Yeah. But, okay, well, we'll get to that. But, okay. Uh, I don't know. Are they trying to say that was uh, racially motivated? I don't know. Oh, it could the have been. Thing yep. is, uh, Elena. Yeah. But it's like her boss is white and she's always taking uh, ideas. Yeah. But again, yeah, yeah. I don't really see if they're commenting on anything there. Yeah. Uh, and the, the people that the Maximals trust are indigenous people. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah. Well, there's also the, like the festival, you know, when they go to, uh, hmm. go to the church. Yes. If they were like Mark Wahlberg and his family, it would have been a lot harder to blend in. I guess. Yeah. But again, I have no idea what they're trying to say or yeah, if they even are trying to say anything. Maybe it's just me, you know, overthinking it. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought I'd mention it so that maybe there's somebody out there who can... Yeah. Maybe it makes more sense to you. Yeah. So, write in. 
Yeah. Talk to you listeners. Oh, well, I guess we don't have listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we are the listeners. Yeah. So I'll, <laughs> I'll write you next week. <laughs> In the cleanup, I'll clean this up. Right. Uh, there was a scene where, like, you know, they're, they're in the museum. Yeah. And Noah's there just, like, looking at the bear transformers. Oh. And he turns around and Elena's yeah. just fucking booking it. <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly how you should be. You should be, gone. You should be standing there. <laughs> We're, like, looking around to see if everyone's having fun. It was just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's a scene, you know, like, when they get to, when they're in Peru. Yes. So, yeah. When they get to Peru, uh, like, Elena says, no and Optimus are similar. Yeah. Which I thought was quite obvious. But yeah. She came on and just said it out yeah. loud. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, again, yeah, well, I assume this is for children, so they need it kind of spelled out. Yeah. Them. I guess. Mm. Yeah. So they, they're both too independent and can't be part of a team. Yes. So they set this up by the security boss telling Noah he can't get the job done because he's not a team player. Yes. So that's telling us. Yes. A more effective way to convey this thought would be perhaps to show Noah yeah. in battle with his army squad. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, it could be like, uh, you know, it would cost more for them to like go to the desert and shoot and, you know, get, yeah. get army gear or whatever. But I'm just, yeah. I'm, this is just a hypothetical, right? Yeah. A 10 minute scene at the beginning of the movie where it's supposed, you're supposed to work as a team and Noah like does it himself. Yeah. And when he does it himself, he gets like somebody hurt. Yeah. That could, that would uh, more, it would be convey the idea better than somebody just telling us. Because yeah. we've never seen yeah. him, be, you know, be independent and not work as a team. Yeah. So it's just like some random guy telling us this about him doesn't like register yeah. to us. But if we saw it, it would be more obvious to us. Yeah. It's a very True. simple thing called show, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, the audience just prefers it to be shown rather than somebody telling them. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, similarly, the other Autobots say, just say that Optimus blames himself for the failure of the mission. Yeah. And he feels like he needs to do everything himself. Yes. We should have gotten a scene where Optimus is blaming himself for things he clearly had no control over so we can see that he's, you know... Yeah, they uh, do just kind of tell us Yes, about again, it, yeah. both these cases that set up the main idea of this movie are just told to us. Yeah. If they, they showed us, it would be much more... It would convey much more. But yeah. again... It's just my problem with how they did it. The idea is good. Yes. There's a clear arc, you know. Yeah. They set up at the beginning of the movie, these two characters, they they had a problem, they they couldn't work in teams, and at the end of the movie, they work through their problem, and then they can work in teams. Yeah. That's just simple. Yeah. <laughs> That's writing 101, right? Yeah. Your character has to change throughout the movie. Yes. And even though it was done in a very simple way, I'm glad that... They actually did it. Like, yeah. we've spoken about so many uh, movies, you know, on this podcast. Where I'm like, where's the arc? Where's yeah. the... <laughs> the character didn't, you know, go through any growth. They didn't do anything. They where just... is literally any sort of change? <laughs> yes. Things just kind of happen to them, yeah. you know. But this one, even though, like I said, it's simple, it's good. It's yeah. effective. It's, uh... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, um... at the end, when Optimus sends them away to block the thing himself, they shouldn't have left. 
Yeah. Right? Yes. I know they wanted a moment where Optimus looks like he's going to die and they come back and save him. Yeah. But it implies that Optimus learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no one learned the lesson of trust and teamwork and Optimus Primal never like never had that issue. Yeah. But Optimus saying, hey, hey let me do it alone. You've learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, thought, I thought that moment undercut it. Yeah. But I guess, you know, them coming back was uh, to reinforce that idea. But I would have preferred if they just said, yeah. no, we're not going to do it. We, you know, we're just going to be here yeah. uh, and help you out. And then, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that kind of undercut the lesson that was being shown here. Yeah. Uh, True. The other thing is Optimus Prime is a wild racist towards humans. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember when they meet uh, uh, the Peruvians? Yes. He's like, you trust these people? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, when they, they uh, Mirage takes uh, Noah, he's like, why did you bring him? Yeah. Humans can't do anything or something like that. Yeah. Or like, you know, he's constantly just being like, oh, f- fuck these humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my favorite part of this movie is Bumblebee jumping out of the plane. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, just so fun. Yeah. Right? I, so, this is the thing. I don't think they should have done fake outs for both Bumblebee and Mirage. Okay. Right? So, Bumblebee should have died. That I don't have a problem with that part of the story. Yes. But, Scourge should have like shot uh, Mirage once. Okay. So, he's injured. And then, like... Uh, no eyes to take over. Yeah. He shot him like three times point yeah. blank. <laughs> yeah. He should be dead. <laughs> straight. <laughs> it's straight through the like, spark as well. Yeah. Three direct shots should mean death. Yeah. It's, uh, I didn't like that part. Yeah. Again, if it was just once and like, uh, you know, maybe he was turning to the side or something. Yeah. That, just two death fake outs are very, uh, meh. Mm, it's like you've already done this. Because so. <laughs> at that point when Mirage dies, Bumblebee has... Oh, no, Bumblebee hasn't come back. No. When He's Mirage, on his way back. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. The, we've, the, the idea's already been seeded because we saw, we saw, you know, those, like, waves coming and activating the Energon. Yeah. So... Yeah. We knew Bumblebee was coming back. Yeah. Again, yeah. I just didn't like that second death fake out. There's yeah. no need for it. He could have been shot once, and that's why he couldn't control the body. Yeah. That's when Noah takes over, and then, you know, the rest of the movie plays out. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, he loses a lot of, like, material. Because he's a giant robot. Yeah. And then he becomes a very small exosuit. Which, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it, I guess it makes sense. Because, mm. you know, it fits to the human body. Yeah. But he loses a lot. They should have, like, made it bigger. Yeah. It, uh, the exosuit, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of them, you know, the Power Rangers robot. Yeah. Yeah. A sword. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next thing, Elena has no arc. So, you know, I was, yeah. I was, uh, praising that they at least gave no one an arc. Yeah. <laughs> Noah and Optimus Prime. Elena really, I thought she was very hard done by in this movie. Okay. Right? Yeah. So she went through no character growth. Her boss was taking credit for her work, and then at the end of the movie, she's receiving an award which shows her work is finally getting recognized. Yes. But none of her actions led to this. She yeah. didn't do anything to, you know, change her situation. It's just things happening to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, 
it seems almost coincidental that she gets more recognition at work, right? Yeah. They could have had her possibly go on a journey to become more confident and we see her stand up to her boss, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, j- just to show that she's learned something. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, her boss's boss takes notice and realizes, oh, you should be getting the credit for this idea. Yeah. Like by her being more confident and speaking up for herself. Yeah. We didn't see any growth from her, you know, because again... The thing that's set up at the beginning of the movie is her boss is taking credit. Yeah. And at the end, she's being given an award. Yeah. So that's, in their mind, the, you know, the creator's minds, I think they're saying, you know... That, she's that, getting the credit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the arc. But again, she did nothing to... Yeah. To get to that. It yeah. just kind of happened to her. Yeah. Right? That That's what my frustration with this is. She might... <clears throat> maybe she'll have more of an arc later on. Because sure, sure. I, I think there's another movie yeah, after but, this. Well, so. we can't hope on a future movie. We're, we're looking at this movie as it is. Yeah. And okay. it's like perhaps if it's a movie with, with the sequel announced. Yeah. You know, like last week we had Spider-Verse. Yeah. And there's some things where I'm like, well, let's see how it plays out before I speak yes. on it. This one, there's no... There is another Transformers movie announced, but it's not in this continuity. Oh, okay. I think there's an animated movie okay so uh yeah anyway so that, that, that that's what i'm trying to say within yeah. the, the framework of this movie she had nothing even yeah. you know they gave her a job to go underneath the thing and like go to the panel yes and when she gets to the panel it blows <laughs> yeah, up yeah she yeah. can't do anything she does nothing yeah she's wasted in the third act yeah so yeah we'll, we'll very, see what happens very unfortunate it. for her yeah but yeah in scene and like the post credits uh, tells us Noah becomes a G.I. Joe yeah. which like <laughs> that's what I mentioned at the beginning of the movie there's they, lots of yeah I'm not I don't think it happened in like animation or like movies but I think in the comics uh, okay. G.I. Joe and Transformers like crossover okay yeah uh, but yeah I'm not so familiar with the G.I. Joe world yeah I've seen the three movies yeah G.I. Joe 1 and 2 the second one is called Retaliation and Snake Eyes from last year yeah but yeah I don't really know yeah I mean I never watched like you know I said uh, Transformers I watched that trilogy of cartoons as a kid yeah I never watched there was a G.I. Joe cartoon I never watched yeah there was a movie I never watched yeah I mean an animated movie I never watched they did the same thing they did with Transformers the movie they they tried to kill off the (laughs) G.I. Joes and bring back you know the the new line of G.I. Joes yeah so yeah final thoughts yeah I mean it's it's coming into this it's like maybe well I was thinking like maybe 7 out of 10 but after the discussions I think I might bump it up to like an 8 all right. Yeah. You? I had a blast. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, all this criticism I had came after the fact. Yeah. In the moment, I was having a blast. Yeah. And the I wasn't really, like, I'm trying to think if there's anything. The only thing that I thought about was the uh, Noah and Optimus being similar. Yeah. And, again, the movie told us. So, yeah. it's like, <laughs> right, um, I don't, uh, I was just, again, having a blast. I gave it a seven. Okay. Right. Uh, it's just so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't remember having this much fun with the Transformers. 
property oh. in quite a while. Okay. Again, I, I'm not really that big of a Transformers guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Just a, just a fun time. Just a blast. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, thank you for this. Oh, shit. It's recommendations. What? Oh, yeah. Recommendations. Yes. Yes. So, can I start? Do you want to start? Go for it. You All start. Right. Last week I mentioned it, uh, but I finished uh, the the hit Fox comedy New Girl. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. Like um, when we spoke about it last week, I had been through like five seasons. Yeah. And then I watched six and seven, and you know, moved on. All right. Okay. And uh, I watched the first season of Digimon. Okay. I, it's an anime from my childhood. Yeah. I just uh, I don't know why I thought of it. Yeah. But yeah, I watched it and. Uh, it's fun. Okay. It's definitely a kid show. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about watching season two. I'm like, ah. Yeah, kids show. Kid show. Just yeah. Uh, new season of Black Mirror came out. Season yes. Six. Yeah. I've just heard slander about it online. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Apparently nobody likes it. Oh. But, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you've ever seen Black Mirror, right? No. So, but I've, I've seen reviews of this season. Yeah. So the thing is, it's, the anthology episodes. Yeah. So every season uh, is like kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Because every episode is kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> Makes sense. It's essentially a movie. Every episode is a new movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This, I enjoyed more episodes in the season than not. Which okay. Which is my barometer for a good Black Mirror season. Because, Fair enough. like I said, they're all yeah. very different stories. So you, you, you're not going to jive with every single one. Yeah. Right, but if you like most of them, then it's a good season. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but anyway, so I think this is their best since season four. Oh, okay. Been, yeah, so there, there was a movie called Bandersnatch. Okay. Uh, it's an interactive movie where, like, you, you choose... It's a choose-your-own-adventure thing. That's pretty it, cool. On Netflix. Have you never seen that? No, I have not. This was a big thing a few years <gasps> ago. Whoa. You, you like, okay. can choose... Uh, that's really cool. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. I, I'm watching that tonight. I don't like it at all. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yes. That and I thought season five was rubbish. Like, okay. There were only three episodes. I don't like all three episodes. Oh. Right. So yeah. this, uh, I felt, was a, you know, uh, return to fall. Yeah. Okay. It's just, um, a lot. this was a technology show. Not was. Uh, it's about how, like, the dangers of technology. Yes. Yeah. A Black Mirror is like... Uh, you know the screen of a device where the the power is off. Yeah. You know, so you can see your reflection, but the the screen is black. Yes. <laughs> so, but in this season, they've incorporated like fantasy elements. Oh, okay. I don't wanna, like because uh, every episode has like a twist. Okay. I don't want to spoil the twist, but there's fantasy elements in the show, which I think upset a lot of people. Okay. And the thing is, those two episodes, I think, might be the weakest of the season. Oh. So that's why yeah. they, they're equating the fantas- fantasy elements with bad, because those are the okay. bad episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I of the ratings I saw, hmm. I know someone rated one of the episodes of the season as one of the worst Black Mirror episodes mm. of all time. Because it takes a very hard turn into fantasy. Yeah. So, I, I think I know the one you're talking about. Probably. What is it called? I don't know. It's it's the last one. Oh, that's a different one then. But, oh. uh, never okay. mind. <laughs> the, the last one is also the other 
fantasy. Ah, right, okay. But but that's the one I liked a lot more than. But anyway, yeah, okay, <laughs> yes. Know, anyway, we yeah. shouldn't be speaking about this in like you know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, right. I, I didn't find the twist to be too like absurd. Okay. Like I saw like a lot of the twist coming. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but I don't rely on the twist. Yeah. Like I, I think Black Mirror is just well made. Yeah. Even if the twist doesn't precisely work, or I can see it coming, it's still a very well made show with the, you know, a lot to say. Yeah. Before the twist, the twist is just like the cherry on top. That like, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, the next thing is the Vinland Saga. Okay. It's an anime. It's about uh, this guy. His name is Thorfinn. I've heard of this. Yeah, he. His father was a Viking. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he left okay. the Vikings to, like, live in a peaceful land. Yeah. Then, like, they go to war again, and they come to recruit his dad to go to war. Yes. And he goes with him. He stores, uh, you know, aboard the ship. Yeah. Then his dad dies. Yes. And uh, he has to, like, you know... Fend for himself. Yeah, fend for himself. Uh, Be yeah. his own Viking. Yes. This is the end of season two. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, he just got home. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry to spoil a bit, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, very excellent show. Okay. This season, I didn't realize where it was going. Okay. Because it was a very, like, new setting, way different than the first season. Okay. But as it came together, I'm like, oh, pretty good. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's ended. Okay. Um, the next thing is the new Blank Check series. Okay. It, they're doing the the works of the director Park Chan Wook. Oh, yeah, the Parasite. No. Oh, Squid Game. No. No. What? Okay. Parasite was made by Bong Joon Ho. Okay. Uh, Squid Game. I don't know who made it. But, okay. Uh, so this guy made Old Boy. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's okay. a very famous Korean director. Yes. Uh, I've I've actually already went through his filmography. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love it a lot. Right. Yeah. We actually we spoke about Decision to Leave. Yes. Right. In yeah. The Oscar episode. I was saying it should have won best foreign film. Yes. He's the director of Decision to Leave. Yeah, that's that, where I know. His yeah, name that's his from, latest yeah. movie. Yeah. But his first movie was something called The Moon Is the Sun's Dream. Okay. Which on on the blank check they didn't like it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but I really like it a lot. Right. Okay. It actually is very interesting. So this was his first movie. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. It's not his first movie, but he wrote the script for True Romance. Okay. He's, he wrote the script for True Romance and Natural Born Killers, which he sold so that he could finance his first movie. Yeah. So those were made before his first movie, right? Yes. That script for True Romance was made by Tony Scott, Ridley Scott's brother. Yes. Right? So it's one of Tarantino's first. Yes. Then the movie Bound by the Wachowskis. Have mm. heard of that? Yes. All three of them have a very similar premise. It's okay. about like a couple in love and they steal money from gangsters. Yeah. And I really think they're very nice companion pieces to see the very like different styles of new directors. And uh, again, Bound was the Wachowski's first project. Uh, the Moon is the Sun Dreams was Park Chan-wook's first uh, movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I said, Tarantino wrote True Romance before his directing career. Yeah. it's they all like the very first works of like a, you know... <laughs> esteemed director or yeah. directors who went on to better things yeah right so I think that's a very interesting trend <laughs> and and I thought about this when I watched Park Chan-wook the first time okay. last night when I watched not 
not last night, two nights ago, and I watched The Moon is the Sun's Dream, I thought about Stanley Kubrick. Okay. He has a movie called Killer's Kiss. Yes. It's not his first movie, it's his second movie. Yeah. It's also very similar. Oh. <laughs> it's about lovers running away from the mob. Okay. Because they stole money. Well, I, I can't remember. I just know it's about the mob. Yeah. And lovers. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. A very interesting trend. But, yeah. Very elite company to be with Tarantino, Park Chan-wook, The Wachowskis, and Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> uh, the last thing I watched this week was the movie Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. It's the next in the Catherine Bigelow. Oh, right. Uh, okay. Filmography. Yeah. She, I have one more of this. It's called Detroit. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've been putting watching off this movie and it's pretty great. Okay. The, about the killing of Osama Bin Laden. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, Jessica Chastain, I think, won Best Actress for this. I don't know. Okay. But it was also like heavily nominated. Yeah. Because it was coming off uh, The Hurt Locker. Yeah. I, ge- I genuinely think this movie is better than The Hurt Locker. Oh, okay. But it's, <laughs> it's also kind of outdated. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Like... I don't think you or my brother would have any context for this. <laughs> okay. You don't know Bin Laden. I, I'm fairly sure you're, you're nobody aware, knows You're aware Bin of him. Yes. But I'm saying you weren't alive in the early 2000s when, like, he was in the run after 9-11. Well, I was very young. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You yeah. don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. You, you didn't, you know, feel the... The... I don't want to say terror. The impact. (laughs) Like, you know, Bin Laden's free. Yeah. We could bomb somewhere else next. Yeah. And then, yeah, they caught him. Yeah. But uh, that's my point. Okay, yes. Younger people won't have the same context for this movie. So I think it's, even by now, it's very dated. Yeah. But with the context of pre-Bin Laden killing, this is a very, you know. Okay. Very interesting, very present movie. So do some research before you watch it then. I guess. Okay. Or you could have just been older. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, yeah just... <laughs> just be a little bit older. Yeah. I, I was going to say rewind time, but rewinding time doesn't do anything. No. Your parents would still get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you got your parents together at a younger age. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that the plot of Back to the Future? I have no idea. Alright. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I've been meaning to watch that. But okay. Yeah, anyway, your recommendations, are you done? I've just... I've watched one movie this past week, and that is The Campaign. The Will Ferrell... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started it together, and yes, then... Yes, and you watched it alone, I assume. Yeah. Mm. I, I watched the rest of it alone, and I, I really enjoyed it. Yes, you it's, punched the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> And then the dog afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so I watched that movie in theaters when it came out. Yeah. And, uh, yes, it was about Obama versus Romney. Yeah. That was my first... Uh, <laughs> my first rodeo. Oh, no, it's okay. My first uh, American election. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so we're done here. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. Importantly, it needs to be a five-star review. Has to be. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like if you're one of our listeners, <laughs> you're like yeah, yeah, you're probably the only one. So, <laughs> so we need you, we need you, <laughs> you know, to con other people. Uh, yeah. 
So anyway, please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. And uh, you can find all our links at paicip.com, paicip.com. Please tell a friend and tell that friend to tell a friend, tell a family member. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell everyone. That's about it. All right. Au revoir. Goodbye.